Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, you're listening to Shag Married Annoyed with me, Rosemary Ramsey. That's my christened name. I'm known as Rosie. And Christopher Ramsey, he's not christened. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a dig at me for not being christened. No, no, just you don't have like a... a, Do you have a middle name? I don't have a middle name, no. Well, sorry about that. Well, before we dive into who's got a middle name and what, (laughs) welcome to episode nine. And first, a word from our sponsor. I forgot about it. (laughs) This week's sponsor is... Children. Children. Hey, do you like being tired? Have some children. Do you feel like you've got too much spare time? Children. Children. Do you enjoy going to the worst pubs and restaurants imaginable (laughs) just because the monkey behaviour of the shithead that you created is covered up by everything else there? You need some children. (laughs) Are you fed up of staying up late, watching whatever you want on the telly and going to lovely restaurants and just generally having a really nice life? Children can ruin all that for you. You said restaurants twice. Did I? That's fine, though. There's a restaurant theme. (laughs) Children and restaurants. (laughs) Don't mix. (laughs) Anything else? Don't, Don't just have one. Have loads. Be gutted. They're free to make. They're free to make. Can't take them back. No refunds on children. Still don't have a sponsor. Yes, we do. Children. <laughs> Just said it. It's like you're not listening. Oh, God. Here's the jingle. We wow. had a fight about the jingle. Jingle. We couldn't settle on a jingle. Jingle. So this is the jingle. Jingle. We hope you like the jingle. Jingle. So sorry, I'm gonna just start, but me and Chris <laughs> nodded at each other about six times. That was crazy. And that's you start, was, not you start. You always start, so I nodded. Oh, I just forget. I nodded at you to start, and then you nodded at me. That was madness. <laughs> sorry about that. That was. I, see, we need to start video podcasting because that is. That was ridiculous. That was pointless. <laughs> That was. Can you imagine if that was a live YouTube feed? That would have been awful. Good heavens! It was like two. It was like two old ladies sitting on two opposite bus stops, just nodding at each other. You go. You go. Hello. You go. Vera. 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 Yeah. Anyway, hello. Welcome to Shag Marinoi. This is episode nine. Gosh, nine of them. Yeah. Mint. Thanks for listening so far. Um. Had a flurry of listeners this week we'll because uh, we won a very popular daytime television show. 
Good Morning Britain. Good Morning Britain. It was great. Good Morning Britain. Do you know what I especially loved about Good Morning Britain? What? The woman who held the door open, the security lady, when you walked in, <laughs> she said... <laughs> nah, Rosie, hold on. Can I tell them what you said? Right. So what what Rosie enjoyed so much, right, was as we got... I'm not talking over you here, Rosie. I'm just mm. because I think... I forgot about this because I've had quite it's a long best day. Bit of the day. It was so as we were walking in, the security lady at Good Morning Britain held the door open and went, "Good morning." And Rosie turned round to me and went, "Britain." And then every time someone said "Good morning," you said "Britain." It was so embarrassing. It was ridiculous. Just oh god, staying on brand, you know. Literally, I got a text off someone today saying, oh my God, Rosie's such a pro, you'd think she'd been on telly for ages, like because of your interview. All right. But they don't see you going, Britain, every time <laughs> someone says, good morning. They didn't see you two days ago when I told her that Gloria Estefan was probably going to be on as well and you started crying. Oh, I know. And then she wasn't even in the studio, <laughs> it was really... a fucking recorded interview. That was so sad. Yeah, I did start crying when you told me that, didn't I? It was all a bit much. I literally saw the advert. I went, look who's on Good Morning Britain. And you turned round from watching the telly and pointed at your cheeks and there was tears on them. <laughs> and you never met her. Didn't meet her. Oh, oh gosh. But never to be mind. fair, we still had a good morning. Britain. <laughs> So it's a bit of a different vibe tonight. I mean, obviously, wherever you're listening, thank you for listening. But wherever you are listening, um, it may be Friday, it may be a few days afterwards, it may be in a few weeks when we've been on something else again, I'm not sure. But we are recording this at night. I know, we've never done this. First one we've recorded We're at also recording this with alcoholic leverages. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we've got a little glass of wine each. Um, so we did basically, the way the way we did planned out, we did, we did Good Morning Britain this morning, and then Rosie came home on the train, and I had another meeting. In London, and then I've just came home now and banging straight into the podcast, mate. Boom, But you know what boom. we've both had to do? Because we knew how to do the podcast tonight. Tactical naps. Yes. <laughs> like old men. <laughs> Is it? Well, your nap was a bit more scheduled than mine. Yeah. You knew that you could go back to the hotel and stick a little nap in. Yeah. I came home, my mum popped round, she went, Rosie, you look dreadful. It's always nice to hear. Great. And uh, she was like, <laughs> she actually ushered me up the stairs she was like go and have a nap wow. you've got to record the podcast i was like ma'am i'm fine she was like no she, to those be bags fair, don't lie yeah those bags don't lie your mom's really good with the, like she's like a big big fan of the podcast i know she'll be listening now and she's just she's properly on it she's like you guys don't forget you've got to do the podcast she's like my well, unofficial manager <laughs> she just doesn't want it to be shit that's why yeah because like, <laughs> she tells all her friends about it her and me both um <laughs> She's good that. She's good at cutting. She's good at telling you when you look rough. She's good at telling you you look tired when you actually had a really good sleep. She's good at um, pointing out that you've got too much on your plate if you've made some food. Do you remember she the time that. I was... So my my little comfort meal in the house is four slices of white bread, toasted, a tin of sausages and beans. Used to be Heinz, now it's Branston. I won't hear anything. They're just Branston better. beans are just better. Yeah. And, uh, and a bit of cheese on top. Mm. And I remember the first time she saw it, she literally just... Because I do it... I have it on like a pizza plate. It's just like a plate that you'd normally have a, like a 10-inch pizza on. <laughs> And I had it and I was walking through and she went, oh, God, look at all that. Oh, goodness me. I was like, oh, well, I don't feel like eating now. <laughs> I feel like I'm throwing it in the wheelie bin. <laughs> She's just jealous. <laughs> Find her reading the cupboards later. Not in. Yeah, licking me plate. I'll take that for you. <laughs> I'm watching you, Sandra. I'm watching you. I'll tell you what the show could have been sponsored by, actually. What's that? A real one. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a lot of work in progress gigs. 
Oh, right. Oh, is, is this the point where you're going to plug all your gigs? Yes. Right, just get on with it. Not all of them. Instead of pretending, <laughs> stop segueing and just tell everyone where the gigs are. Quickly, well, So I've got to write a new show, a new stand-up show. It'll be brand new from last year. Um, and I've got to do a lot of work in progress gigs. So if you keep an eye on my website and join my mailing list um, on my website, chrisramseycomedy.com, thank you, uh, you will see soon get announced they're only little gigs in very small places very intimate you're running out of time I'll be running for I'll be working on notes yeah Rosie won't be there so stop asking sorry <laughs> do you have the dates available or are you just gonna nah, they'll they're be just on gonna website. go to the website I just love the fact that I said to you people expect you there you should come to them and you were like I only do arenas now after they chanted my name at the arena sorry sorry guys Sean <laughs> can't afford her 100 seaters <laughs> <laughs> You know, good morning, Britain, All right, man, bitch. I've got to go. <laughs> so, so have I, but I've got to go and test out my stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, come say them if you fancy it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> just the love and support of a, of a good wife. It's just great. You know what I mean? That just spills wine on her chin. So, yeah, yeah, wipe your face. Go on. <laughs> right. What's your beef? 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 I should probably make that into a proper jingle rather than uh, just no doing time. it. No time. No time. I haven't got time. Um... <laughs> Um, Do you want to go first? Yes, I will go first. Okay, Christopher Ramsey, my beef this week with you. Beef bourguignon, mm. you might like to call it, right? Yeah. Beef tartare. Yeah. All the beefs. Great. This is not a very relatable beef, okay? Oh, I, sorry. Because I... I, I had to intake a breath there because when it's not relatable, it means it's going to be one of the really weird things I do. It's, well, it... <laughs> I mean, it's not weird. It, it's weird to me, but it, there might be people out there that do this or they might know someone that does this. Okay. Okay. Um, it's the whole situation with Robin's toys. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? I, I know exactly what you're going to say because I was just doing it before we started I know, the podcast. I know. Hence why it jumped to the top of the list. <laughs> um, Christopher, you know all of Robin's toys yeah. off by heart. Yeah. You know how many Paw Patrols he's got? Yep. You know the little extra characters. Mm -hmm. You know how many cars he's got. Mm -hmm. You know how many super wing character things he's got, right? You cannot rest and go to bed until you know that all of those are safe. And I find it so fucking weird. (laughs) And I had to swear there because it's the weirdest thing in the world. I could not give a crap how many toys he's got. I pick them up at the end of the night and I throw them (laughs) into a box. I know. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I'll t- right. You've just been down the back of the set, eh? Looking, what was his name? Right. I don't know the name of him. I think he's you called d- Doug or something. Yeah. Oh. It's one of the play. I think he's called Doug because he digs. He's, he's one of the Super Wings planes that dig. We've got him these little two-inch tall Super Wings characters that change from robots How many has he got? He's got, uh, he has got 11, but Doug's missing, so there's only 10 at Great. the minute. But he's also got, he's got 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He's got, actually got 15, but that consists of two Donnies. So he's got Donnie in swap. He's got Jerome in swap. And he's got jet and swap twice, so there's three jets. Right? Oh, he's cute but a psycho, <laughs> a little bit psycho. Honestly, so I've got myself a reputation uh, within our household as the, the dad who finds everything. I literally, Robin will go, "Where's that?" And I'll find it. I'll be like, "Who finds everything?" He'll be like, "Daddy." I'll be like, "Yeah." What I've done is I've set <laughs> myself do, oh up my for God. a fall. Oh yeah, I've heard you do that. I do. I go, "Who finds everything?" He goes, "Daddy." I go, "That's right." But I've set myself up for a fall here. Because if I, so they say I've got the pressure of it, right? So if I don't know where them toys are, I'm freaking out. Rosie, I came in, I saw the super wings on the floor in the corner. The little ramps weren't on the base. I thought, right, this doesn't look good. Straight away, he's missing. One of them's missing. And I, I, I honestly, we started the podcast slightly late because I was looking for him. I know. I said I was going to the toilet. I was looking for him in the bathroom. You're, you'll not come to bed. You'll, you'll come to bed 10 minutes I later. I will not sleep the night until I, I find that toy. Uh, listeners, he's not even joking. This is no exaggeration. No joke. 
No word of a joke. The man's a weirdo. I won't. It's I'd rubbing off on Robin though as well, you know. Is it? Well, yeah, because he's like that. He's like, where's such and such? I'm like, why do you care? Because it's his I toy ne- and he loves it. Oh, whatever. I never cared. <laughs> I never cared when I was a kid. I just had stuff. The thing is, we need to stop getting them sets of things. It's when it's a set and I'm like, well, that's a set. And there's going to be bits missing. And if it's a bit missing, a I'll freak out. I know. Everything's a set. I know. I don't remember know. Remember the pizza? The little pizza you had with all the mm-hmm. little mush, little toppings in that? What do you like with that? Yeah. Well, it was basically, it was it was a wooden pizza box and a wooden pizza. And it was Velcro together. And you had a little cutter with it and everything. And there was mushrooms, peppers, and pepperoni. Mm. And I would collect all them little, they're like little casino chips. Yeah. And I would collect them up. And it made three little equal-sized piles in each little docket. If there was one missing, oh, there was hell on. I know. I, I know. I, I was found one outside once. It. I nearly had a breakdown. It's like a horror film. Yeah, I found one outside. I was like, I'll burn the house. Why is it burn the house down and start again? Wow. <laughs> I will find it after this and I'll tweet you when I find it. Good for you. Me. Don't tag me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my beef with you is. Uh, we are working together now, Rosie, yeah. which is lovely. I love working with you. I love the fact that we get to go on these little trips together and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Catching. A train or a plane with you is one of the most stressful things in the world. Planes mainly. Why? But trains, I'll tell you two things, right? You would happily get to an airport six hours before the plane's going to leave. Just like to be there on time. Ridiculous. You would leave weeks beforehand. <laughs> it's craziness. Um, train's not so bad because I like to get on a train and get a little single seat. So I always have a little bit of a panic. But mm-hmm. we seem to be okay so far. But you'll still get there really early and I'll just mm-hmm. be sitting there freaking out. Airports. I absolutely detest going to airports with you. I love you to death, but I detest it. When we went to Australia with your mum and Robin, it was one of the craziest experiences in my life because she's a worse version of you. <laughs> and she was like, what time should we get there? And I was like, well, two hours before. Well, that's, oh, you know, might be a bit traffic. The flight's at eight. That's two hours at six. Might be traffic. We'll live an hour away from the airport. Let's leave at midday. Let's leave at midday. And you're like, Sandra, I could walk there from midday? We... Uh, listeners, right, I will never forget, we were in the departure lounge once. We got your seats on the plane. We're in the departure <laughs> lounge. We're all sitting on a bench. Over to our right was the gate where people were starting to board the plane. The queue from the gate came up from our right, past us, off into the distance, and round the back of the room. We were sitting on a bench. Sandra and Rosie made us get up from the bench, walk all the way to the back of the queue with all of our shit, and stand <laughs> and go back past the same fucking bench where you'd been sitting on. Everybody does that. The people who sit down are weird. It's the people who sit down we are weird. We're gonna be, someone's got to be last on the plane. It's not like you get on in the group. I don't want it. It's not like soggy biscuit. It's not like you get on last <laughs> and there's a forfeit. <laughs> You're absolute maniac. I don't want to be last. I like to be sat in my seat getting comfy. Right, well, I've got... I've got 24-hour flight to Australia. You wanted to get on 20 minutes early, did you? <laughs> Maniac. I've got, I've got two responses to this. Okay. Okay, the first reason why I like to get there a little bit early, right? Okay, grown up, you had holidays every year abroad, right. okay? Little bit spoiled, little bit of a rich boy, right? I didn't right. have holidays every yeah. year. A summer holiday for us as a family of five was a little bit of a rare occasion. Yep. And you know what? Going to the airport was exciting. Right. And I've kept a little bit of that <laughs> in us, all right? I quite like the airport. I get a little bit excited. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I go, I, I sometimes get a Toblerone. I get that excited. 
I buy me little bits. <coughs> no one gets a Toblerone, that's bollocks. I get a Toblerone, they sell them in WH Smith. Genuinely have a couple of times. Get a little bit excited. I enjoy me little time. Um, I can second get that. Thing, I can get that. Sorry. If thank you. you. you know, yeah. Second thing, yeah. I once nearly missed a flight. Okay. Honest to God. Well, it was when I was going to work abroad and uh, me and me three colleagues who had only just met actually were going to work in Rhodes. We went to Heathrow, all of us just a little bit excited. Heathrow's massive. Yeah. Spent ages. I was in Mango and they put a call out. <laughs> I was shopping. <laughs> put a call out for our flight and we were like, wow. no. See? So you had to run to the plane. Did they call your name? Uh, no, it was more. It was just the flight. It was like last yeah. call for such wow. and such to roads, and we were like, "What?" See, that's the thing, though. If you wait long enough, they'll just call your name. You get a VIP service. Sometimes oh, yeah. they come on a little trolley. They were raging when we got on the plane. Well, though. Uh, Everyone was like, <laughs> "You bitch!" Time. Can remember when we were on our honeymoon? This is one of the weirdest things I heard. Love, that was our best holiday <laughs> easily. So we were on our honeymoon uh, in Greece, and. Can you Santorini, remember Santorini, a... Santorini, babe. Ah, Come on, that was an expensive holiday. I know. Name drop it. Sorry, okay, Santorini. Santorini, Good beautiful. Lord. Um, can, can you remember, we were with this guy who worked for Google. We met this guy who worked for Google and oh, he was yeah. really high up. And he had this mad points card for British Airways or something yeah. or Virgin or whatever. Can you remember the levels he told her about? Uh, no. So, right, so he told her about these different levels of getting all of these kinds of points. And you get, like, oh, you get to this level where... If you've got enough points and you're a frequent enough flyer, if you're going to be late, you can phone. And they'll hold the plane. And they'll hold the plane yeah. for you. And that's the one above. So if you get sort of level three, like, you know, you'll, you, the mm-hmm. captain will come and shake your hand. He'll mm-hmm. come and meet you. Then you get the next level. There was something else, like a queue jumper and the captain will shake your hand. And then no, level one, the like platinum, platinum level, was all of the other things combined and you made the, if you, you could make the plane late. That's disgusting. Can you imagine how fuming you would be? Oh right? my God. If you sat there, someone made the plane late. They went, oh, sorry, some rich twat who flies all the time is yeah. late, so he's made the plane late. And then when he gets there, the pilot comes out and goes, oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> Robin salt raging. in the wound, didn't it? Raging. That shouldn't be allowed. Surely that he might have been telling lies because that can't be a thing with the air traffic control. Apparently, money talks, doesn't it? <sighs> One day. One day I'll be able to make everyone late for I would for never let you. You know I wouldn't <laughs> let you. Imagine if you did at Newcastle Airport, you'd get kicked the shit <laughs> on the flight. Where have you been? <laughs> Loads of lads on a stag do just booting you all over. <laughs> all the way to Portugal hitting you with a nine irons. <laughs> babadoo, 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 ba. Right, it's time for questions from the public. Yeah. That's you. That's you. Hey, hey, you. In the house now, listening to this. That's you, mate. That's you. Thank you. That's you. Thank you. Well if you want to, that's oh, really that little whisper was really creepy. If you want to get in touch, it's shagmarriedannoyed at gmail.com. Keep them flying in. I've had some brilliant write that ones. Down. People keep asking us, and I don't know what it is. You don't know the own email. Just think, just remember Gmail. That's all you need to remember. I can't keep up. Shagmarriedannoyed. Just remember, you're writing down the name of the podcast. What's oh, wrong it's with just you? at gmail.com. Just remember, okay. all you have, good Lord, all you have to do is remember Gmail. Then right. shag, shagmarriedannoyed at gmail.com. Right. God, Why started, are you still writing? Because I've started, so I have to God stop. God damn it. <laughs> Finished. Okay, first question from, believe it or not, Elsa is her name. Let it go, let it go. I've never, I've never met an Elsa in real life. Is she seven? <laughs> <laughs> or how long's the film been? I don't know. Well, she's got an email address and she's typed she quite like, well, so I don't know. Is she a baby? Because she's been named after the film. <laughs> is she a fetus? Um Hi, Rose and Chris. Please, can you clear up an issue that me and my husband have since before we were married? Of course. Ba- basically, it's eating away at me. I genuinely think that my husband, brackets Dave, classic, is a clean and normal member of society. But this one thing he does makes me think he just might play a very clean version 
to the outside world when he's actually filth. Dot, 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 just filth. So wow. brace yourself. Okay. He has two showers a day. Very conscientious of him. However, after he gets home from work, usually after an 11-hour shift, <laughs> he will have his shower and then proceed to put back on his dirty, filthy work boxer shorts before climbing into bed. Oh. Isn't that rotten? That's horrible. Isn't that the worst? Do you know what? It shouldn't be that bad, but that's just... Why would you do that? Dave, if you're listening, mate... God, if you've just had a shower and you're all clean, get in a bed naked, man. There's nothing better. Oh, clean no. sheets and a little fresh bum. Well, oh, I mean, you no. don't, I don't know if you've got a little bum or not. What? What? I what? don't like sleeping naked. You don't like sleeping naked? No. No? No, not, not, nothing to do with you. <laughs> just don't like it. <laughs> when you looked at us, it was horrible. <laughs> no, I just don't like it. I get cold, Matt. But do you know on holiday, when you're naked, because it's so hot, but yeah. you have to have a quilt on you? Yes. Oh, I do know that. It's the worst, isn't it? Even a sheet, and it's just, it's on like one part of your body, one half of your body. <laughs> just, so as you just pick it up and hold it on your yes. cheek like a little hanky. Just have to yeah. have a bit of something on May it. May I suggest a net? That would be a good idea, A actually. net would be a decent idea. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Just a fish and just Might have just invented like something. A little lobster in a lobster pot. Just can't do it. For the monsters. You do have to, yeah, you have to have it on for the demons who are going to grab your leg. Yeah. I still can't put my legs out the bed. Yeah. Honestly, 32-year-old woman, I can't do it. I can, but only out the side. I can't do it out the bottom. I can only put my legs out of the side of the bed. That's really brave. Yeah? Well oh, done. thank you so much. Not genuine, not even... a medal? <laughs> probably, somewhere, on the internet. <laughs> They'll do medals for that. I'll get myself a medal on eBay. Mm. She goes on to say, I've talked to him about it to try to make him understand the error of his ways, but he's not having any of it. Please, can you have a word? I love the fact that she's had a word with him and he's having none of it. Mm. What are you doing, Dave? Why are you married to these dirty boxes you've had on all... Have I you know. worn them in? And he's having two showers a day. So he's obviously a clean person. Yeah. But do you know what? He probably thinks, oh, I stink. It's probably because you've got monkey boxes on, Dave. <laughs> Don't need to wa- you won't need to wash your clothes. I've developed a theory about Dave here. Come on, then. Um, Elsa, Dave, I've got a funny feeling, because this has happened to me, I've got a funny feeling you dry Dave's boxer shorts and or underpants. I don't know what he wears. I don't know what he brand is. Briefs, wide fronts, whatever. It's cool. Um, I've got a feeling that you dry them in a dryer. And I think that Dave puts them on in the morning and they might be a little tight around his little fellas, right? Mm. And he's worn them in for the day. So they've stretched a bit. So and everything's ready. Is and then he's thing? thinking, ah, yeah, and then he's going to bed and he's, he doesn't want to hide the crisp brand new dry ones on because he's going to have to do, what, 400 squats or something before he goes to bed. Okay. Well, That's honestly, I've never wore boxer shorts. Oh, I have actually when I had Robin. I had to wear your boxer shorts. Yeah, that was sex, sexy time. Sometimes. <laughs> <Sad> <laughs> <laughs> but is that is that a thing? Do they get squished? I think that's a thing. I think, I, I'm telling you, I don't think you'll ever admit it to her unless, <laughs> Dave, if you listen to this now, look her in the eye. Tell her I'm right, because I think I'm right. You've worn those boxers in for the day, and they're comfortable. Yeah. You've moulded them round your junk, haven't you, sunshine? Well, that makes perfect sense. Dave, I'm sorry. I take it all back. Maybe just Febreze them before you get to bed, Dave. Yeah, just turn them inside out. Oh. <laughs> done that before. Bollocks. No one's ever done that. Are you actually taking the nick? I You've turned knickers inside out? Yeah. What? Are you? All oh, right. okay. Sorry. That's rotten. It's not. Really? Why? How long you had them on? Like, no, like from the day before, just the next day. But I wasn't go- really going anywhere. I'd just been at my friend's house. Is that bad? Right. So you would ha- have a full day and you'd stay at your friend's house. And then I had a shower. A bit right. like Dave, but I didn't want to just put my monkey knickers on. Right. So I turned them inside out, put Great. them on, and then I just went home. 
in all that filth at the outside world. Yeah, they just went in the inside of my jeans. <laughs> that's, I think that's manky, personally. Sorry. I didn't know about that. If I'd known about this on the wedding day, I might have called it off. Would you really? Yeah, I'm not happy about this. It's only happened a couple of, t- probably. <laughs> more than once. <laughs> babadoo, 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 babadoo. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Email here from Chloe. She says, hi, I need some help on how to get my boyfriend back. Get your boyfriend back. Yeah, yeah, your boyfriend back. I left a pause pause there because when I read that, I thought that he'd left her and she was trying to get him back and I thought you were going to like gasp and then I was going to go, oh, he's just playing pranks on her. But instead of feeling sad that she... I thought that you'd be sad that a boyfriend left. You just made up a fucking jingle for it's it. Not, it's, it's an actual song. Sorry, oh, if right. there's an opportunity to sing a song, <laughs> I will sing the song over any emotion. I know. Sorry, Chloe, but... <gasps> what? No, he hasn't. No, he's come up with a game to entertain himself while we are shopping, which involves him saying very embarrassing and untrue things very loudly as we walk closely past innocent strangers. Examples include... Just give some examples. Oh, yes. Um, How are those anal beads doing? Great. Uh, how did you get on with that dildo I bought you last night? Beautiful. And when are we picking up that bondage gear? Wonderful. Please help me with some suggestions on what I can get him back with. Ooh, okay. Yeah. For I, for what I find what I find unbelievable about that is the second one. If I was a passerby and, I, and they walked past me in the supermarket and he said to her, how did you get on with that dildo I bought you last night? Mm-hmm. If you got her it last night, she hasn't ran upstairs and tried it straight away like a kid getting a computer game. No. She probably hasn't used it yet, mate. Make it more believable. Exactly. Last week. Terrible, <laughs> terrible one. Um, I've got a suggestion. Yeah? What's his name? Do we know or not? Uh, what is his name? No, just boy, so boyfriend of Chloe. So she's just got to say something while they're walking past. Mm-hmm. Here's one for you, Chloe. While you're walking past someone. Did you manage to get them skittles out your foreskin? <laughs> 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 
You could have put me in a room with Google <laughs> for three years and I would never have guessed that's what you were going to say. Yeah. What is that? Just. Did you manage to get them Skittles out of your force? Are you, what's wrong with you? Where's that from? I can't tell you. <laughs> yes, you can. No. Why can't you tell us? You got one. No, I need to know where that came from. What's that from? I, I, I speak for everyone here listening in the world. What the hell is that from? <laughs> Listen, if you're in the supermarket and you hear someone say, did you manage to get them Skittles out of your foreskin and you buy some Skittles, I want you to let Skittles know and me and Rosie, want some. we want some money from that. If sales of Skittles go up in your area because you hear that and go, I fancy some Skittles. We are having that. You never know, you know. We're getting quite a lot of listeners for this. Which in the colour of his wee. <laughs> like a rainbow. Uh, gives, a new, gives a new meaning to the phrase, taste the rainbow. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Babadoo, 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 ba. I've got a question here. Yep. Christopher and Rosie, do you have any hidden talents? Oh, um, do you want to answer first? Um, I... You know, do you know this? You do know this, I think. Hmm. I want. Did you win the um, stuff in the foreskin with Skittles championship, <laughs> two thousand and one? That was me. Got you. Right. That was me. I, I, I thought I it was in the that trophy was. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, um, I when I was younger, I think I was about nineteen, and not actually embarrassingly not that young, maybe even twenty, twenty-one. Hmm. I taught myself to yodel. Wow. You knew that. Yeah, but I didn't know you taught yourself. Well, I bought a CD. <laughs> <laughs> I bought... Oh, fuck me! <laughs> That's ridiculous! Why? Fucking self-help CD. Just... Teach yourself to yodel. Yes. <laughs> Where was it? Where did you get that from? Online. Yodel! <laughs> What? Stop! What's the matter? That's wonderful. It's just a lonely time. You know, just sit there in the house waiting for the postman, just devastated, not being able to yodel, and he finally came. I can yodel today, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> the postman's here. Yodel here. Yodel here. I live with me, ma'am, at the time. Actually, that's amazing. Yeah. So that was the, that's a sign of the times. You were going to YouTube now, but you had actually ordered. I had a to CD. order the CD. That was on your bank statement. You know, someone at your bank went. What the hell is this person ordering? That's person ordering porn online. Well, Rosie, I think I speak for every single listener we have at this second when I say, bloody yodel. Take it away. Oh, gosh. Okay. <coughs> Remember, Robin's in bed, so don't go crazy. Oh, yeah, no. Shut the door. Good Lord. <coughs> I don't know if I can do it still. I just want to say I haven't done this for a lot of years. I lost the CD. <laughs> I lost it. It's gone. Oh. You ready? Mm-hmm. So he taught me the old way the Lorde Hidio, he Lorde Hidio, he Lorde Hidi, and he taught me the old with he Lorde Hidio, you Lorde Hidi, Lorde Hidi, you lay, 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 you Is it too late to change the jingle for this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Babadoo, 
Okay, I've got a question here from Kirsty McWilliams. McWilliams, very good name. Sounds nice like name. you're pretending to be Scottish in a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> What's a famous name? Kirsty McWilliams. Kirsty McWilliams. It's like you were called Kirsty Williams, then you moved to Scotland for uni. <laughs> just put a muck at the beginning. <laughs> you just stuck a muck at the beginning. <laughs> and you wear tartan scarves. <laughs> you remember some... some uh, when you were like a teenager, some friends would go away to uni and they'd come back and they'd have lost their Shields accent. Oh. She came back and she had a muck at the beginning <laughs> of her name. Yes. You've been in Edinburgh, Edinburgh for one term, Kirsty. It's Muck Kirsty Muck Williams now. <laughs> <laughs> you so- English bastard, yeah. <laughs> Someone I knew got a job on a cruise ship for four months and lost their accent. God, I was the like, worst, aren't they? Go, go back. Yeah, it's crazy people Hilarious. who do that. So, Kirsty McWilliams, um, she's actually sent it in. Uh, it, it's not a question. It's just a tune of her playing on the bagpipe. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a video of her playing the bagpipes. It's a brolic, moonlit nick of the nick. Hey, apologies to any Scottish listeners. Sorry, now, guys. <laughs> Kirsty McWilliams has said, look, we haven't even, we've just slagged her name off. What is the weirdest oh, I'm sorry, thing? But you email. Come on, you <laughs> email in. Yeah. She said, what is the weirdest thing you are scared of? I have a phobia of feet and birds, and I have a friend who was scared of buttons without a purpose. Oh. <laughs> brackets, so fake buttons, buttons that have no use, etc. Close wow. brackets, from Kirsty. Wow. <laughs> That's what? mad. Um, I'm terrified of heights. Yeah. I'm really scared of heights. See, the, the thing with heights is it's, it's a rational fear. You can yeah. fall from the height. Yeah. Yeah, but you're not, weirdly, you're not, when we go up into a plane... And we're flying 35,000 feet no, here. You're not scared of that. That's fine. But you're scared of the steps to get to the plane. Yeah, terrified. That middle bit, I can't Crazy. stand on it. Because I don't know what, it's like, you know, like big hills. I'll have to come down on me bum. <laughs> I think it's gravity. When was the last time this happened? <laughs> Are you talking about sledging? Are you trying to describe what sledging no, is? No, I mean, I mean, normal people can probably just run down it or walk down it. But I'm like on me bum going, ah, ah. And I have to yeah. like slide down. I don't know, have I got vertigo? Some theatres make me feel... Some oh, the theaters, I'll go at yeah. the back and I think this is too big. Have I told you about Steph, my best friend, Steph? Right, I'm aware of Steph. Yeah, I'm just telling let everyone else know that right. she's my best friend called Steph. Um, she is terrified of birds. <laughs> so much to the point that there's a certain cafe we yeah. can't go to because there's a pond in the middle and there's birds there. And on our other best friend, Angela's wedding pictures, uh-huh. we had to go down to like the river. <laughs> I and get, we had to go down the river and get some pictures done, right? <laughs> And there were seagulls overhead, and we're all looking at the camera. We're walking towards the camera, the bridesmaid, and Steph is like looking up at the sky, <laughs> terrified, just like oh. <laughs> praying that a bird doesn't come down on her. And uh, we've still got those pictures today, and they are hilarious. Frightened, but I mean, I can under- I mean, as we all know, listeners of the podcast, I know I was nearly killed by a seagull. Um, so oh, you know, birds are. I mean, big birds are scary. Little birds aren't too bad, but I'm fascinated by this fear of buttons. I've heard fear of buttons before. Yeah. I have heard of fear of buttons, yeah, but over. specifically fear of buttons without a purpose. That's hilarious. Well, yeah, that isn't it. That's hilarious. So that would be like you got a shirt on and you go, oh, are all them buttons? Are all them buttons like doing something? Do they all fasten? Go, oh no, there's a zip underneath. They're all fake. Ah! Like, yeah, you're not even using. Them. There's two buttons in my car. That yeah? stuff that that's come off. Just buttons Tops. that are just on the floor. Yeah, I wonder if they're frightened of buttons. Although, hold on, do they mean buttons on clothes? 
Scared of buttons without a purpose, brackets, so fake buttons, buttons that have no use. Do you remember when I made them button shoes? Oh, Jesus Christ. This is incredible. <laughs> when I had a little bit of a breakdown. We've never told anyone this, have we? Right. <laughs> so this, I may do stand-up about this at some point, but it just feels, you have to be here, it just feels really nasty. But Rosie um, is an entrepreneur at heart. She's a great businesswoman. Um, she's had over the years some, I mean... I'm searching for a phrase that isn't Hebrian schemes, but there were Hebrian schemes. Um, Rosie decided that she was going to sell T-shirts and plimsolls with buttons sewn on them. Bought about, went to Primark, bought about 60 pairs of plimsolls, <laughs> bought about 4,000 buttons, yeah. put them in a box and did nothing with them. No, I made a couple of pairs yeah. of like the... Uh, prototypes. Prototypes. Yeah. I remember cu- the prototypes. I made a couple of yeah. prototypes. So, glue can, gun, <laughs> glue gun the buttons. Yeah. Can I talk people through the prototypes? Yeah. Go on. Do you want him? So what you did was you um you made a t-shirt. The t-shirt was lovely. I saw the t-shirt and you sti- it was a t-shirt with a little pocket and you stitched huh? the buttons across yep. the pocket. That was cute. You made two prototype uh, plimsolls. You made one prototype, which was uh, you sewed all the buttons onto the plimsoll, which took, took long, obviously ages to really sew like 40 odd buttons on a plimsoll. Yeah. Then you got a, you bought a glue gun yeah. for prototype number two. You glued them on. They looked great until you put them on and bent your foot and buttons flew off everywhere like a fucking Claymore landmine. <laughs> For a while, I was like, I'll test them out. <laughs> there was all blokes who'd been in the war taking cover down behind the benches in the park. They're firing. <laughs> they shoot oh. him. Oh, made you look. Oh, <laughs> it's man. a little button from a plimsoll. <laughs> Got it. Oh, I, I forgot about that hairbrain scheme. That was craziness. I'm just a proper yeah. businesswoman at heart. I've just got <laughs> terrible ideas. Phil, Phil businesswoman. <laughs> Phil. I'll come up with something one day. If you'd like some plimsolls with buttons on, no, don't come off. <laughs> then I'm your girl. Babadoo, 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 ba. Now this one we've been asked a few times, and I've just kind of ignored it. But I thought, meh, one well, little little Bevsky doing the podcast at night. Why not open yeah. this can of worms? Dear Rosie and Chris, what has been your worst argument to date? Love Lucy. That's a really so the, the one time we're recording the podcast at night and drinking wine, you want to talk about our biggest arguments. Yes. <laughs> okay, this might be the end of the podcast, guys. Just <laughs> uh, subscribe I'm and uh, run. <laughs> um, uh, do you want to go first? <clears throat> worst Sorry. argument. Uh, right, okay. Worst argument in my eyes has been at Zita and Peter's wedding. Zita and Peter. My friend Zita and Peter's wedding. Lovely wedding. And we got really, really drunk. Really drunk. Robin was only little. It was one of the first times away from him, actually, like overnight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We got shit-faced. <laughs> I used to smoke years ago. Mm-hmm. Don't do it anymore. But sometimes when I'm really, really hammered, and it's like a special occasion, mm. I just want a cigarette. I don't know why. It's yeah. just I, It's just inbuilt. It's like ingrained in us. It's disgusting, but whatever. And dangerous, kid. Don't do it. Don't do it, but, you know, drunk, one. I wanted one, and you were so hammered, and you got on your high horse. <laughs> yeah. And you were kicking off. I was fuming, wasn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculously so, actually. Yeah. I was re- But I didn't tell you. I just stormed away, and you were like, where are you? And I was, like, sitting in the car, wanting to leave. 
yeah. hammered like an idiot deciding I was gonna I didn't drive don't worry I didn't drive and I don't come no. driving at all like, it would have been a disaster but I was like I'm gonna leave because you want to smoke and I don't like smoking and um you got really angry and tell them what you did I threw my shoe at you <laughs> But I missed you. No, no, no. It hit, it hit the side Did of my it? face. Yeah, it hit the side of my face. Yeah, and then Sorry. it bounced across the car. Sorry. I was more annoyed about it hitting the car. In fact, when I sent that car back, I got a bill for a little rip in the leather, and I guarantee it was no, off your you bloody didn't. shoe. Oh, don't really. <laughs> it probably was now that I think of it, yeah. Gosh. Um, that's te- yeah, I'm so sorry. That's terrible, isn't it? I think we were just so. Like, thing I think exhausted. we were just so drunk. And at that point, when Ro- I think it was only about five or six months, we were so tired. Yeah. And just when people ask me for parenting advice, Mm. genuinely one of the biggest bits of advice I give, because God, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. No one knows what they're doing. But the bit of advice I give is, guess what? When you have your first couple of nights out after having a kid, watch what you're doing because you will get pissed like Um, that. You will get so drunk. It is amazing how drunk you will get so quickly. And you saw, I was still so full of hormones. Yeah. And we were, you were back on tour. We were both absolutely shattered with a newborn baby, and I think we just. I'm so sorry. Honestly, I not. It's you. fine. Love you, but honestly, <laughs> so serious, right? The more think of the most drunk you've ever seen me. It was just after it was wet in his head in in, in scare quotes when all me and all my mm. mates went out that ridiculous mm-hmm. tradition where all the blokes just go out and get hammered and leave the woman at home with the yeah. new baby. That's the, the one, of the I've ever one of the drunkest I've ever been. One of the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And uh, another time when he'd just been born, I did exactly the same. And it's because your your body's just going. It's like. I imagine it's like running a marathon and then necking five pints. I can see where you're coming from, yeah. how it's really hard for you. <laughs> I meant for both. No, no, I just meant that's the drunkest I've been. I meant for both you just said. No, I meant for like humans in general. I was just oh, using my I was gosh. using my experience how, of just careful. How was the labour for you? <laughs> was it exhausting? I'll be honest with you, the labour was, was very it? loud. Um, you could have you could have held oh back a bit, gosh. and the Wi-Fi in the hospital was shocking. I was bored, oh. bored, senseless. How is your pelvic floor now after the birth? You all right? Well, I know how yours is because we're banned from trampoline parks because you're pissing yourself, <laughs> right? <laughs> I've not done that for a while, so shut up. <laughs> when was the last time you did it? Last time we went to the trampoline park. Possibly. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the biggest ones we had, um, one of the biggest arguments we had was at, um, when I was doing the arena and I was asking you, you've got this thing, it was going to be one of my beefs, but you've got this thing where if I ask you to do something too many times, you'll deliberately not do it. Oh, yeah? I know what you're talking about. And I kept asking you to ask your sister if she could have Robin for the night because we I was doing the arena mm-hmm. and I knew you were coming, I know your mum was coming, I know my mum and dad were coming. So... What, did you think that you'd have to stay at home and look after Robin? I thought was I was going to have to cancel it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris, like, sorry, we haven't got a babysitter. You need to stay at home with Robin <laughs> on the night of your biggest gig of your life. So I kept Moron. saying, I kept saying it's, can she definitely have him? And you're like, yeah, I've asked her. And I was like, well, can you double check? And you were like, no. And I understand that I am annoying. And we had a massive row about it. Now, while I shouting at each other, because mm. you were wound up and I was wound up, and it's the first time I've ever stormed out of the house. I grabbed my car keys and I stormed out of the house. Right, mm-hmm. I slammed the door and I got in the car. And I remember getting in the car and going, okay, what do blokes do? <laughs> what did you do? What do blokes do in this situation? I sat on the drive for a bit. Um, yeah. uh, like l- l- Went and like tried to put some music on Spotify. Uh, I drove out into the street uh-huh. and I drove down our street and then I stopped again and I was like, where do blokes go when this happens? I was like, Robin's in the house, you're in the house. All my stuff's in the house. 
I'm not going to go to a hotel because it's not that bad. I can't go to a pub because I've got the car. I'm not going to be mum's because she'll go, why are you here? I go, I've argued and she'll worry. I just went round the block and came back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what you could do now? Uh, listen to a little podcast. You know what it is? I could listen to a yeah. podcast now, yeah. yeah. <laughs> babadoo, 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 babadoo. Got a question here from Rachel. Hi, Chris and Rosie. I was listening to the last episode of the podcast and laughing my head off at Rosie's story about the guy eating a Chinese in the cinema. But I think I have a weirder one. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> this is going to become a new bit of the podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Just what rant people do in public. Man eating the Chinese in the cinema may have had more traction than the foursome. I think possibly it yeah. did, yeah. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there. Come on. Um, <clears throat> me and my boyfriend went to a preview showing of a film at 10.30am on a really cold February morning. A guy came in on his own and sat down a couple of seats away from us. The film started and he started eating a fab, brackets the 80s kids ice lolly. My favourite ice lolly, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Which I thought was a bit strange. Then as soon as he finished it, he pulled out another one. One by one, he ate eight fabs (laughs) in a row. (laughs) At half ten in the morning. At half ten in the morning in February. (laughs) He's my spirit animal. (laughs) Was it Robin? (laughs) Oh, God. Brackets, yes, eight fabs during the course of the film. I don't remember much about the film because I was so busy commenting on each fab to my boyfriend (laughs) as he ate them. And I was getting more and more hysterical as it went on. Or... And partway through the film, he shushed my boyfriend because his straw made a noise in his drink. <laughs> oh, oh, do you know what, though? That poor bloke, she's got the pictures, have his little fab addiction, and they're laughing at him. Hey, I hope he had a cool bag or that last fab would have been like a slush on a stick. I, know. I love fabs. They're actually my favourite. <laughs> fabs are the worst. But that's... <laughs> Eight fabs. Eight in a row and they're going to melt so he'd be high in them in his face it's just beautiful I half love ten to in the morning eight fabs what a guy well done yeah, yeah. some would absolutely say absolutely wonderful fabulous <laughs> oh great thank you high five thank you babadoo 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 ba. celebrity question this week's celebrity question is from the gorgeous Joe Lysett thank you Joe in advance Hello, Chris and Rosie. It's your old friend, Joe, here. And I've got a very important question for you. I wanted to know, what's your favourite ring on the hob and why? Mine, I think, is top left. And that's because it's the only one that works currently. Because I'm having my kitchen done. Love you lots. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) I love Joe Lysett so much. Oh, he's great, isn't he? Good crack. Great question. It's a what, great question, actually. What's your favourite hob? My favourite ring. ring on the hob. We've got... We're the, quite... We're a bit posh, aren't we? Yeah, we've got a six-ring hob, Haters gonna hate, potatoes gonna potato. Not even just a six-ring hob. One of them is a doubler. One of them's a doubler. It's got the big one and it's got the little one in the middle. of our pans are big enough It's like a wok hob. Yeah, very annoying. Wok hobster. Wok hobster. Rock Stop, lobster. please. Don't. Mental note, never do this with wine ever again. No. You're pissed. Your face is red, I can tell. Sorry. And I've just been singing Wok Hobster 
My favorite hub is my favorite hobbering is the. Why don't you just answer it? Stop hobbering around the question, Rosie, and answer it. God. Little teaser. This guy. Who is this? Who is this guy? <laughs> I'd say mine is the <clears throat> medium-sized ring. Medium-sized ring. At the, at the, the middle in, two. In the middle. Yeah. We've got middle two. We've got two the same middle-sized rings. Middle. Um, mine is. Uh, yeah, I'd say mine's the big one because it makes us feel powerful. You can do an egg in like a second. It goes. And just <laughs> blitzed it. That's what it sounded like before. It was an egg, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've napalmed it. Um, how dirty does the hob get so quickly? It's depressing, isn't it? It's depressing. Yeah, it's disgusting. Your mum comes and cleans that hob, bless her. And I can literally make <laughs> a... you stop telling everyone that my mum cleans for us? That is a secret little job that nobody knows about. Well, don't because pay I'm her. a stay-at-home mum. I pay her in compliments. <laughs> I clean. I do the cleaning. Shush. Bollocks. You, literally, that hob can be clean. And I can make a bowl of cereal at the other end of the room. And somehow the hob's dirty. I know, it's scruffy. It's infuriating. Should have got one of the electric ones where you just wipe it. Oh, they're even worse. They're depressing. I've had an electric one before. There's no middle ground with the electric one. No. It's either not on or the pan is screaming for you to put it out of its misery. And you don't feel like a proper chef. (laughs) I feel you'd chefy with the the fire. Do you know what I mean? Like flambe that shit. Flambe. 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 (laughs) Chefy. Do you know what I mean? Pancakes. Well, I think I cook now. I'm feeling a bit chefy. (laughs) Feeling a bit chefy cheers. I'm pissed. I might be slightly tipsy. Guys, thank you very much. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> babadoo, 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 bab. There you have it. Another episode done and dusted. Episode nine. Please join us next week for episode ten. Good counting. I didn't think you'd make that number there. That was a stretch, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we may do this again, slightly tipsy. We may not. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to get in touch, shaggedmarriedannoyed at gmail.com. Rosie, what is it? Shaggedmarriedannoyed at gmail.com. Happy day, she's learned it. Thanks very much, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.